Hello, everybody. Welcome back to NVIDIA and Lenovo's ongoing live coverage of the goings-on from the NRF Innovation Lab. Joining us now, I am happy to say, we've been talking about this for a while. It's good to finally be here. Our NVIDIA's own head of global growth strategy and business development for retail, CBG and QSR, Anand Muraladran. Oh, tough one, Anand. You're going to have to help me with that and say it the right way. And Lenovo's head of AI for North America, Andy Hules. How are you guys both today? Andy, how are you first? Oh, I'm doing amazing. It's so fun to see people live and in person. Yes. For, it's been a long time. I'd never even met the two of you before, and I look forward to meeting Anand. But uh, there's a lot of uh, energy here in the lab today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anand, how are you fighting? So, Anand, you're calling in virtually from California, right? How are you doing? And please pronounce your name correctly since I butchered it, despite my <laughs> no best efforts. No worries, Chris. It's a pleasure being here, and thanks for having me along with Andy. Um, it's uh, I miss being there, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I used to be a regular at Nevada for almost a decade. Last year didn't happen. The year before, I was there in 2020. That was the last year I was there, and really miss being there. And um, this is as as close as it gets, actually. Thanks for having me on this uh, live stream on uh, the first day of the Nevada. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to learning a lot of stuff and hearing from leaders in terms of what they are thinking because. If you look at it, retail is coming out of the uh, weird, you know, last two years, if you will, a lot of transformation and disruption into slowly into the new normal. I don't want to say it fast. Right. You know what I mean? With all the Omicron and all, I don't want to say it fast, but it's slowly getting back to the the new normal or back to where it, it was maybe a while ago, right? So I'm, I'm curious to know what's happening out there and keep me plugged in on what you guys see in here. And I'm, I'm looking forward to learning over the next three days. Yeah, that's our yeah. aim. We're going to be doing this every hour for those watching every hour on the hour, trying to plug in and talk to all the cool companies here, especially around AI, because that's really the intention of, you know, what you guys do and what you guys are really fully behind here as well, trying to bring you guys the best and the best of the AI companies from this lab. So, um, Andy, I'm curious, like, what's your take on the show so far? Like, how are you finding it? Yeah, you know, it's so fun to be around all these people that are of the same interest in retail technology. So that's amazing for me. But also, there's a real international flavor I've noticed. Yeah, there you know? is. Yeah. I've had people from several different countries come already to our joint NVIDIA Lenovo booth and talk to me. And I noticed there's even like a French uh, square of all the French technology companies. But I think the most yeah. exciting part is that uh, I'd say 50% of the booths have the word AI in them. Right. <laughs> and so if, if you're uh, you know wondering what's driving retail technology, it's pretty good at, at least 50%, I would <laughs> yeah. say, at least. I mean, we even did a story this week, this past week on the Fast Five about um, an AI-powered salad bar. So, I, yes, yeah. everything is using AI these days. Yes. Um, I agree. Really exciting to see this here. Um, I'd love to get both of your backgrounds, too, for those people listening who uh, may not know you or uh, may not know Lenovo and NVIDIA well. So, Anand, maybe we'll start with you. Um, can you give us a little bit of background on your role at uh, NVIDIA? Sure, absolutely. Let me pronounce my name first. Uh, I'm yeah, Anand. thank you. Again. <laughs> I, you asked me. I didn't do it. I, it's okay. I'm Anand and, and I, I based out of uh, Silicon Valley. I play the role of uh, what we call global strategy and business development for retail CPG and QSR. Let me explain that what that means, right? So NVIDIA evolved from being a, a gaming and a GPU and a, a server workstation hardware company into a full stack AI software solution company, right? As we do that, we are we don't we actually, as Jensen, our CEO says, 
we actually create the 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 the, the, the dough for the the cake but we don't make the cake itself so there are a lot of partners from our ecosystem mm. like lenovo from oems to cloud service providers to startups to global sis they actually make they bake the final cake in various shapes and form right from the back end of the store server to the cloud to the end use case and application somebody needs to be using so my role is to enable that ecosystem build that ecosystem and then create those channels of solution and strategy that retailers can tap into and uh, solve their pressing problems and yeah. and uh, drive growth and That's and my role. And, and what's your background too? Because your background is really cool. I mean, I remember you and I met and we talked on the phone for like 30, 40 minutes, just kind of hobnobbing about like different things that we've Not done you. or paths we've crossed, you know, in retail. But tell us a little bit about what you've done to be an expert in retail. So before coming onto NVIDIA, I spent my 25 years in, in consulting, right? In strategy consulting, delivering solutions, working with the top retailers in terms of building the strategy and the roadmap, and then also deploying the strategy and the roadmap, right? I'll give you a couple of examples. I was involved in, I don't know if you guys know, Target was a store on Amazon back in 2000. And I was oh, yes. involved in that project called, I was I involved well. in that, that project name uh, was called Tarzan, T-A-R-Z-O-N. Right. Right. You said Brian spoke today. Maybe Brian yeah. is listening into this, I don't know. Yeah, right. But it was no. called Bra Tarzan. I was leading the project. And midway, Target decided to pull out of it because, you know, for business reasons, they didn't want to do it. So, you know, that was my, you know, foray in 2000 of doing a digital platform and digital commerce and making sure price, inventory, you know, uh, content, product information, all of that is available in a digital channel as it is available in a, in a physical channel. So I, I spent a, a big portion of my career with the Fortune 500. I was blessed really to work with Fortune 500. I didn't work anything below Fortune 500, not by, not by choice, but it was by design, right? These are Targets, Walmarts, Sephora's of the world, Williams Sonoma's of the world. These are the retailers with whom I worked and built digital platforms, all the way from customer facing, e-commerce, customer 360 degree platforms, and omni-channel personalization platforms, all the way to the back end of store, supply chain, and, and uh, fulfillment, uh, last mile delivery platforms. So that's, that's my background. And, um, I, I call myself a fanatic at the intersection of consumer commerce. If you put consumer commerce, digital and physical, I, I jive in the middle and I, I, I'm, I'm at ease. That's your Venn diagram right yeah. there. Huh? That's You're in high demand then these days, yeah, yeah. my friend, because yeah. I feel like that's where everybody's trying to go. That's um, awesome. Andy, what about you? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I have the best job ever at Lenovo. I get to be the AI evangelist. So I get right. to work with... Uh, executives in retail, CPG, manufacturing, and QSR to inspire them on how to leverage artificial intelligence to increase their operational efficiencies, make smarter decisions, and enhance customer experience. So Anand and I work really closely together because, you know, you can't do, uh, you can't do an enable an AI use case without a server and a GPU. So we, uh, we spend a lot of time talking to customers and um, ISVs as well. Yeah, and you brought one with you yeah, today, right? Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, I'm not mistaken. Show and tell. Yeah. This is exciting. I brought a small one today <laughs> because the otherwise it would be a little heavy for me to show you. But this is our new SE70 server. You can Ooh. see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good Vanna. The Venn diagram's yeah. heating up, SE70. isn't it? That's right. Oh, SE70. Right. Yes. So um, what can that do, Andy? I mean, what so what, is, what is that small machine able to accomplish? So imagine you're in a retail environment and they have maybe six different cameras collecting okay. data. All of that data can go into this tiny server wow. and be analyzed and uh, provide insights 
data-driven analytics insights to the wow. to the retailer. That yeah. is- Can I add something more to that? Uh, Please. Yeah. Yeah, so so what's happening, right? I mean, I'm sure the audience who are listening in know this. Uh, compute is moving, uh, evolving from the, the data center and the cloud to the edge because every touch point that a, that a human can have or two machines can have, right, is, is almost everywhere, right? It's in the store, it's in the drive-through. Imagine it's in the curbside pickup, it's in the, the back of the storeroom, it's in the supply chain, all of that, right? So as edge is becoming a, a form of compute that's growing, devices like this powered by GPUs, powered by ISV solutions sitting on it on the edge because you cannot afford to send it to the cloud guys and get it back. And the amount of latency may or may not be conducive to decide. Let me give you an example. You are in Costco or you are in pick, you are in Starbucks, pick your favorite place, right? And you while you are there, Starbucks should be able to know you are there and then send you, they want to send you a personalized offer they got to be sending you within the five minutes, you're going to be in a Starbucks. Right. Right. You're not going to spend the whole day out there, right? <laughs> you're just picking a drink and getting out, right? Unless you're sitting and working. So the speed of inference and the speed of response is extremely high, which means the computer has to move more and more closer to the edge where the customer is interfacing, which is where devices that Andy showed become extremely critical. And Anand, that's, that's also what, I mean, that's part of the, you know, that's so pertinent to the conversation, especially with so many of these great computer vision companies around us that are working in the checkout free retail space, right? Because that onus is amplified even more when you start talking about those environments. Am I right? Absolutely. And I would think of it like a loss prevention, right? One of the, one of the case studies, one of the scenarios you guys are going to talk on when Tuesday, when I'm not yeah, going to be Tuesday. on stage. Yeah, I know. So, so I, have, I, have a, I have a great time because that's phenomenal because Think of it, groceries evolving into more and more self-checkout lanes due to COVID because everything is contactless. As you go more and more self-checkout, there is a possibility that a percentage of customers are not, you know, either by either they want to do it or accidentally they're going to do things wrong on the self-checkout right. lane, right? And that's called shrinkage in the retail world. And I'm sure you guys know that. And retailers put a lot of money on loss prevention. Now there is AI technology powered by Lenovo servers with the NVIDIA stack, not just the GPU, but the software stack on top of it that lets you find those you know, errors and have the retailer go back and engage if they want to engage because some brands do not want to you know, create a bad you know, customer experience in terms of walking into the customer and saying, hey, you're doing something wrong. They, they would rather <laughs> let that go rather than creating a scene and a bad experience. Yeah. But then the choice is for the retailer to do how they want to engage with, the, with, that, with that scenario and use case. But they have the ability now, which they didn't have before. Yeah, and that, and that talk that Anand is referring to is actually, we had planned to have a whole host of people, Anand included, and Andy as well, up on the big idea stage on Tuesday, talking with Kroger about that use case specifically, talking to the Compass Group about their use in automated, their, their work in automated checkout. So unfortunately, Anand can't be here, but what we're going to do instead, for those watching, at 10 a.m. and 10.30 on Tuesday morning, we're going to live stream those conversations to everyone at home. So, so check it out. 10 a.m. Kroger's going to be with us along with Everseen. And then Anand's going to sit down with us and Scott Wu, the chief digital officer from uh, Compass Digital Labs as well. So you're going to want to check that out, which is a good segue too, because you guys have come together to sponsor this lab. And the, the slogan that you're using is the power of two. Andy, I was wondering if you could talk about why did you guys choose that? And like, what does that actually mean to you guys? And why is innovation, your support of innovation so important? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm so glad you asked that. It's so, I'm so proud of this lab. Yeah, I wish you could see it, Anand. Everywhere I look, it says <laughs> Lenovo, Zoom it out. Video. Zoom it out. Right, right, right. <laughs> the power of two. 
But what it refers to is our shared vision, right? Our technologies enable retailers to establish or expand their AI capabilities. And we work together with the ISVs. Like we showed you before, that server alone does nothing. And even a GPU alone does nothing. But when you put that with the GPU, the server with the GPU, with the ISV, which stands for independent software vendor, that's like the secret sauce. Together, we enable those retail solutions. And so it's so important that the technology ecosystem works together. So we don't want a, a software vendor to just try to sell their software to an end user and, and just hope that the end user picks right. the right GPU combination and the right server. Right. It's, we've got to optimize it on the platform. So I'm um, all about us being friends, partners, <laughs> because we're more powerful together. Right. Absolutely. Well, and I love the slogan. Anand, Andy, you guys work with a lot of the companies that are in the innovation lab as well. Um, Anand, maybe share with us uh, a few of the companies that uh, people should be paying attention to if they're at NRF or they're they're following along with us remotely. Well, how much time do you have? I mean, <laughs> because hey, this is the money shot in the whole thing. I mean, like yeah. I know, I know. Roll them out. The ecosystem uh, we have built as a company, as NVIDIA, across all industries I'm talking about is 10,000s of ISVs, right? Quite literally, 10,000s of ISVs. When the retail ecosystem alone is hundreds, even to thousands of ISVs. Some we know right. really well, some they're out there and they're they working with us, we, we may or may not know. But I'm, I'm not sure who all are on the, on the floor, Andy, honestly. Uh, yeah, today, right. because some, some, pulled out, <laughs> some pulled out, like Vistri was supposed to be one of the ISVs, I, I'm, I'm really missing them as well. I'm sure, Andy, you are missing them too. Yes, be, yeah. Because Vistri uh, is, is an ISV, which is recent, we did a PR announcement a couple of days back. They built a product on top of the NVIDIA solution for automating the order taking ability in a drive-through, right? So they launched the technology recently. They're working very closely with Lenovo and NVIDIA and building this platform and solution. And, and they are one of the ones who should have been there but you can check them out virtually. V-I-S-T-R-Y, mystery, okay. right? Please, please check them out. Uh, and, and, and I think, great, Matt, go ahead. Chris. Oh, I was gonna say, Anand, too, we actually will be live streaming with them tomorrow afternoon too. So we will still be bringing them to you guys, uh, even though they're not here, so. Make, make him do a demo if he can. I'm just putting him on the spot, but make him do a demo <laughs> if he can. I think he it's remote, actually... we might be able to do that. Yes. So yes, yeah. let's see if we can do that, all right. Yeah. So I think that's one, I think I'm sure you spoke about ever seeing who's going to be on stage, right? That's one of our mm -hmm. very close, very strategic partners. And they are, you know, Lenovo and, and Everseen and NVIDIA work together at Kroger in deploying the solution at scale. That's what Tom is going to speak about. I don't want to steal his thunder, but they rolled it out across all their stores, right? right. So they've seen the value of it. That's why they roll it out across thousands of their stores. As they go more and more self-checkout, they want to be able to get in front of the problem or loss prevention, not sit behind the eight ball and figure out when it's going to, when are, when are we going to catch it? So I think those are a couple of ISVs I would mention. Graymatics is going to be there. Andy, is that right? Um, uh, nope. They had, they had to pull out at the last minute, but Graymatics yeah, is <laughs> amazing in uh, customer analytics um, right. and store analytics mm -hmm. and providing that feedback to the retailers. Mm -hmm. They're one of the leading global companies in that technology. Uh, we're also going to be having Vocalytics here. Mm -hmm. They analyze background noise mm -hmm. and provide feedback. So, for example, if you're in a retailer and there's a gunshot or there's the sound of a, a, a breaking bottle or, um, wow. you know, 
a baby crying, things like that. Um, they analyze that background noise and provide that feedback to the retailers uh, for safety purposes. Wow. wow. That's one of those, these things at NRF where you just never know what you're going to, like, you wouldn't have even, never even thought, thought of thought something of that. like yeah. that. And then, you know, here we have this company that's going to be featured here that, you know, is, has yeah. been putting all this hard work into analytics Absolutely. or something like that and a, yeah. a problem that retailers have had for a long time and the other thing i think it calls to mind too is there's so many practical applications just from that example and the example you gave with kroger and everseen around the assets protection space for immediate use of ai deployed in the right way and um the other thing i'd say too gray maddox you mentioned they're actually going to open the show they're going to be our opening live stream tomorrow so we're going to yes. have them as well Wonderful. so uh yeah so we've got this thing uh set up to uh just give you guys as much great content as we can um, all right, I want to shift gears a little bit because, you know, our, our, our expertise is bringing true experts onto our show to have conversations about where the future is headed in retail, right? We say we like to talk about tomorrow's companies today. You guys are at the forefront of that. So, Andy, why don't we go to you first? Like, in your mind, I'm curious, like, where do you think AI is going to be most implemented this year in retail? Like, Ooh, if you were to, if you were to kind of guess to in what yeah. specific area, same question to you and I. See if you get the same answer as Andy or not, but put Andy right. on the spot first. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. So I really think um, the hottest area is going to be voice or conversational AI. And the okay. reason I say wow. that is think about it. Every, not everybody in the world can put their fingers on the keypad of a phone or type on a typewriter or has a laptop or, or those type of technology devices, but they all have a voice. Right. And so with AI, we can interpret that voice and we can um, draw insights from that. Think about you're going through the drive-through at a major right. quick service restaurant instead of you know having a teenager take your order uh, maybe it's a uh, avatar and you speak to the avatar and it, it, it displays your entire order perfectly whether you're speaking in dutch right. or right you know right. southern right. english part of it right so i think um that voice ai is going to be a, a huge element uh, in the future, as well as what we just talked about with sounds. So things that can be analyzed um, that don't necessarily uh, involve cameras. Although sure. I'm, I bet Anand's going to tell me camera. <laughs> cameras. <laughs> well, especially with this unit that Andy brought that's the size of like a cake box. I mean, and this right. thing is able to process six, six different video feeds at one time for a retailer. It's oh, well, we have ones that go up to hundreds. Just yes. to, and it's, it's over there. Oh, I bet. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Hundreds of cameras that can process the data. Anand, what do you what do you think? What's your answer? No, I think I completely agree with what Andy said to to begin with, right? I think we got a couple of platforms uh, within Nvidia called Riva and Tokyo. Uh, if you guys have not watched uh, the keynote that Jensen did in the last uh, GTC, it's available on YouTube. We should go. Anybody should go and see it because he creates a toy avatar of himself yes. and then comes in and takes order, which became super viral, Jim, Jim Cramer, and everybody spoke about it. And we get a lot of inbounds just by what Jim Cramer spoke in CNBC wow. from the likes of Starbucks and Wendy's and whatnot, right? We get, we're getting calls right now. And that's going to be really, really huge because using voice, you can identify somebody and you can personalize to them hmm. and you can, you can map them. You can do a customer ID based on voice if you can hmm. really get that close to that. And the moment you're able to do that in the drive-thru, that's huge. But I would say a lot more, I, I want to go a little more broader and say that, uh, see, retailers went through crazy two years, like I said in the beginning. Yeah. So so for them to be able to remove friction and add convenience to a shopper, 
whether it's in the physical world or in the digital world or in a combination in omnichannel world is going to be huge so they are going to look at options where they can reduce the friction as much as they can in a in a shopper journey whether it's being whether it's it's doing whether you you are dwelling in an aisle and somebody comes and asks you chris you are you are in this aisle for we've been watching through the cameras right. like yeah. and you were saying you know we see you can i help you do, do right. you need some help right, right. so right. so it enables your engagement and experience all the way up to personalizing to you on the digital world and whatnot so i would say removing friction is going to be huge and digitizing physical spaces is happening going to happen now mm-hmm. as we get into the new normal right 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 so yeah so definitely definitely the the whole computer vision side of that still playing a very very key role all right well let's get you guys out of here on this final question for the day um andy let's go back to you to start again uh what uh what uh what what are your final words you want to share with people that are at the show uh people watching live maybe that want to attend couldn't what's your kind of final takeaway for them as you think about you know approaching retail technology for the next year in 2022 well that's the important part in the next year 2022 make sure that AI uh, enabled uh, technology is not something that's on your roadmap. It shouldn't be the, a future strategy like someday Love we're it. going to right. be AI enabled. No, right. actually, right now you need to be. And it just shows at this, you know, at this NRF that yeah. everything is about AI. So you need to be doing it right now. And I'd also like to stress that AI is easy. I mean, it's it's really not. It seems like oh my gosh, some right. future far-fangled yeah. technology, but if you work with a non-deny, we not only make it easy, we make it fun, right? And, <laughs> yeah, you do. No doubt. And, and then last of all, it, you know, if you're a software vendor, if you're a retailer, bring the ecosystem together. Don't think you can just work with Lenovo or just work right. with NVIDIA or just work with the Everseen. Bring us all together or we'll do that for you. But if you come to one of us, we're going to bring the three of us together. So really leverage your ecosystem. We, we, we like to work together and we want to support you. Team approach. Anand, how about you? Any any closing thoughts? I'm just saying, should I add anything more to what Andy beautifully <laughs> summed it up? She said it all. But I, I would I would say this, right? I mean, I completely agree with her. Yeah, it's simple. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, it's fun now. And people got to do it. I would say AI is actually segregating uh, retail into two big segments or all industries, huh. into okay. haves, haves and have-nots, hmm. right? The ones who are leveraging AI data and drawing insights and deciding or the haves who are actually the the Walmarts, we all know the names like Amazons, like they 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 are the haves. The ones who are still contemplating and not doing are the have-nots, and the have-nots have been so because the cost was prohibitive, the models were not there, the access to talent was a challenge in the past. Now we are solving all those problems through models, through ISVs through the compute stack that Andy just showed. Now, all of them can come together very easily in an ecosystem, and they just have to wrap the solution around it and deploy, train, deploy, and experiment with it. So now it's more real than it was in the past, and now 2022 is going to be the year when AI is going to move past the tipping point and really differentiate the haves and the have-nots. So let's do it. Let's have fun. That's my, that's my call yeah, and I'm curious too. I want to double click into what you said because I think this always happens at the end of our podcast. There's potentially a nugget that always surfaces unexpectedly. I want to double click into what you just said because you know you talked about the haves and the have-nots. For those that are running retailers right now and they're designing the consumer experiences of the future, what are you seeing from the conversations you're having with retailers in terms of what's what you think is going to separate those haves from the have-nots 
in terms of those consumer experiences they're trying to create through AI? A lot of them actually are, um, a lot of them are actually looking at uh, the ones who are going to be halves are really looking at getting all the, the right set of data points, uh, data sources, if you will, data sources, and, okay. data sources, and then converting them into insights that they can use to engage with the customer in a better way. I'll give you one example, tractor Please. supply company, okay. which was supposed to be here. We were supposed to be on stage together in a different meeting and whatnot, but they, they pulled out way back in December. Glenn Allison <laughs> was supposed to do a keynote as well, right? He's, yeah. he's the senior VP at tractor supply. Uh, they actually are, they have a mobile app which is used by millions of customers. Now they're asking, uh, they're thinking of putting a feature called Ask an Expert where you can click a button and we spoke about conversational AI, right? right? You talk to an expert and say, hey, what do I buy for my chicken of this particular breed? Because they sell a lot of chicken, poultry uh, right. and stuff like that in a practice supply chain store. So today the expertise is within a few individuals in the store. And if you cannot catch them, you do not get that information. Right. Now they want to digitize that, put AI on top of it, personalize it so that you can click a button and talk to somebody like, hey Siri, hey Alexa kind of thing and get the response. So the ones who are thinking and going to be doing these things are going to really separate themselves out into right. halves. Yeah, and the key yeah. thing I took from that too is the data structure that underlies all that is so, so key and so vitally important. All right, well, that was awesome. That wraps us Thank up, you, you guys. Know. Thank you so much, Anand, Andy. Thanks for being part of our conversation today. Thanks for your sponsorship of the lab yes. too. I think on behalf of all retail, I say thank you. Yes. We, we need this. <laughs> this, this is, is the vital. best track in the whole NRF building. I yes. There's say. nothing more exciting than talking about where the future is yes. going to go. So, yeah. so stick around everyone. If you've been watching, we'll be live again at 1 PM. We're going to take a little bit of a lunch break because we do need to eat yes. and recharge our batteries. <laughs> but uh, for Anand and Andy, thanks so much. And as always, be careful out there. <laughs>